Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it's a game plan preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast for a Thursday night tilt between the Green Bay Packers and the Tennessee Titans. I'm going to talk about what the Titans need to do on offense. And in this game, they need to dominate on the ground, but they need to use their changeup to do it. Then on defense, the Titans must play a ton of zone coverage to frustrate and confuse Aaron Rodgers. I'll explain. Finally, I'll dive into some matchups and players to watch in this game, including Corey Levin, who should be starting at center for the injured Ben Jones. So all of that and more on a primetime Game Plan Preview Edition of the Locked On Titans Podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, it is time. It is time. The Titans are playing on primetime Thursday night football at Lambeau Field against the Green Bay Packers. This is one of the more exciting games of the schedule for the Titans. And it's a Scooby-Doo game, something I said on yesterday's show, but I'm going to dive into a little bit more as we start. Before we get into it, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day, free Monday through Friday. Tennessee Titans content on all platforms all year round, including the Locked On Titans YouTube channel. Subscribe there, smash the notification bell, and throw a thumbs up on the video if you think the Titans are going to beat the Packers. I truly do appreciate the support. You can follow me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans for in-game analysis. Check out the show Facebook page at Locked On Titans Pod. I am going to be going live immediately after the game ends here on the Locked On Titans YouTube channel. So make sure that you don't miss that. And if you're one of the podcast folks, it'll be there waiting for you on Friday morning. But with that said, this is a Scooby-Doo game for the Titans. I'll recap that thought quickly. So not just the Titans, but the Packers as well. If the Packers win this game, we're going to take the mask off of the Packers at the end. And the national narrative will be the Packers are got a lot of momentum and they're ready to make a run to the playoffs after a tough start. If the Titans win, then it's going to be, hey, this Titans team is legit. They're for real. They went on the road in Lambeau. Tough environment. The King took down the MVP. That will be the narrative around the Titans. People will believe in the Titans a little bit more than they do, including myself, including myself. Now, on the flip side of that, If the Packers lose, then it's going to be the Titans are real and the Packers are done, they're cooked, their season's over. If the Packers win, like I said, it's going to be the Packers got the momentum, they're going to make a big run now, they're on their way, blah, blah, and the Titans, the Titans aren't real at all, the Titans are fraud. So basically, at the end of this game, whoever wins, the outcome will drastically change the way the team is perceived. We are going to take off the mask. Of these teams at the end of this game, it is a Scooby-Doo game. But with that being said, let's go into my game plan points on the offensive side of the ball. So for the Titans, it is very clear. 
They must dominate on the ground. And they can't have a performance like they had last week against Denver with Derrick Henry. They have to be able to run the ball. The Packers have the seventh worst rush defense in the NFL. They're giving up over 140 yards per game. Over the last four games, they've given up an average of over 150. So the Packers are vulnerable in the run game. The Titans should be able to take advantage. But one concern, like I mentioned at the top of the show, Ben Jones, the Titans' starting center, the best lineman that the Titans have, has been ruled out. Not only is Ben Jones an important lineman, but being the center, being the pivot of the offensive line, he calls protections. He tells people their responsibility before the play. What Ben Jones is able to do within the Titans scheme, sealing nose tackles, reaching defensive tackles on his outside shoulder, or even over the guard in the zone run game, that's all incredibly important. And not having that is going to hurt the Titans run game, and it'll hurt their fastball which is the outside zone run game, the inside zone run game. Well, coincidentally, it is my opinion that the Titans need to focus more on power runs in this game. That's with pullers. That's with the fullback. I want to see the Titans come out in multiple tight end sets with a fullback. I think a fullback will be key in this game, in the run game, whether it be Kevin Rader, whether Torrey Carter finds his way to get on the active roster for this game. The Titans will need a fullback mightily because I think they need to do power runs, off-tackle, they need to do counter runs, they need to do pulls, they need to do traps, they need to do things like that because the way the Packers played the Titans on defense the last time they played in 2020, they put five or six guys up on the line of scrimmage and they refused to let the Titans block and get up to the second level on their zone plays. And it totally took the Titans' offense out of sync. Well, if the Packers do that again, the Titans must have a counter. They must have a changeup to their fastball. I think they'll need it. I think they can still run the ball, but I think we need to see more power runs from the Titans against the Packers. Counters, traps, pool plays, all of that with a fullback in the backfield because like I said, the Packers are going to just totally scrunch the line of scrimmage. They're going to have six, five guys on the line of scrimmage. It's going to make it tough for the Titans to execute their double teams and then get up to the second level. So with that, that puts the onus on the Titans' offensive tackles to now get up to the second level, and you help them by having a fullback to help take on second-level players and get up there as well. So it's all about running the ball for the Titans. It's going to be time of possession in the passing game. Just easy, quick strikes like you do to Austin Hooper, Robert Woods. Get easy, quick strikes and run the ball with power runs and a fullback in the backfield. That's what I want to see from the Titans. And in the passing game, like I say, the Titans have to take some deep shots. They just have to throw the ball down the field twice a half to keep teams honest. And Darnell Savage, Adrian Amos... Uh, Rudy Ford, I think those are guys in the back end for the Packers that you could maybe get a shot play on, get a pass interference, get a deep completion to really flip the field and help you get a scoring opportunity, which I think the Titans are going to need 20 points to win this game. And I don't, I'm not sure if they have it in them, but if they can hit a couple of those, you know, like the flea flicker is a good example. The Titans got to hit one of those a game with the way that the offense is. So... They're going to need a couple of shots downfield. But to me, all about running the game. Use your changeup. Go to the power run scheme. And uh, I think they could have success against what I bet Green Bay will do 
would just put five on the uh, on the line of scrimmage at all times, and sometimes have a sixth defender with a hand in the dirt down in the line of scrimmage. So that's what I'm expecting to see, and that's what I hope the Titans do. But with that in mind, we need to move to the defensive side of the ball. And the Dallas Cowboys played the Green Bay Packers in a way last week that I do not think the Titans should replicate. So we'll go into all of that. Before we get into it, do want to tell you guys about the sponsor of today's show, Turo. To make it simple for you guys, Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. You book a vehicle from a community of local hosts across the U.S., U.K., Canada, and coming soon to Australia. Forget boring rental cars. You can find your drive at Turo.com. It's a great way to book a spacious SUV or a minivan for a family road trip. Or you can get like a classic car or a luxury vehicle for a special event, your birthday, a holiday. You can even find an affordable economic car if you're on a budget. Just need to get to A from B. And one of the big pluses of Turo, it's a great way to test drive a new vehicle that you've been interested in. Think you're interested in that new electric vehicle. You're interested in that new sports car. Test it out with Turo. So car owners basically are out there willing to be a community of local hosts and, and let you enjoy their ride. So make sure that you go to Turo.com to check it all out. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars. Find your drive at Turo.com. Titans fans, thank you for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. It is a primetime game plan preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Just hit on my game plan for the offensive side of the ball. Now I want to touch on the defensive side of the ball. Remember, at the end of the show, I'll go into individual matchups to watch individual players that I think will make a big difference in this game. And then after the game on Thursday night, I'll be going live immediately afterwards on the Locked on Titans YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe for that. You don't want to miss the instant reaction. It's always a good time after those primetime games. I think the the biggest video that I've had all year was after the Buffalo game on Monday Night Football, although that did not go the Titans' way. This should be a much better game with a much better chance for the Titans to win, so I think it'll be a good time, so check it out there. But moving into the defense, number one, you got to stop the Packers' run game. So the Packers have run for over 200 yards in three of their four wins this year. In their wins, they have averaged 169 rushing yards. In their losses, 102. So that's a 67-yard difference in their wins and their losses. And the Packers are, you know, right there with the Titans. The Titans average 133 rushing yards a game. The Packers average 129. So they can run the ball. The Titans are going to have to slow that down, obviously. But... I got to tell you guys, I'm really not that worried about the Packers run game with the Titans run defense. I'm not. So, yes, they got to stop the run. That's a key. I'd I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it. But here's what I'm actually worried about. Swing passes and screens. The Packers offense has a ton of quick screens, whether it be to wide receivers, whether it be to tight ends. They also have the ability to throw swing passes out to Aaron Jones, swing passes out to A.J. Dillon, out into the flat. 
that are essentially extensions of the run game for them because their wide receivers are blocking. They're basically run plays, but you get your guys in space. Against the Titans' defense, I'm not going to run up the gut of that defensive line and those linebackers. Not a chance. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm going to do is I'm going to run to the perimeter. Terrence Mitchell, Roger McCreary, Joshua Kalou, Elijah Molden, uh, Christian Fulton, Adrian, uh, Andrew Adams. I'm making you guys tackle. And last week, where the Broncos did have success in the run game, was washing down the, the edge of the Titans. Mario Edwards, Rashad Weaver, Sam Okweanonu. Those guys got washed down quite a bit. Now, the Titans linebackers made plays, scraped over top, and, and took the Broncos down before they had too much success on the ground. But there were some successful plays on the ground for the Broncos, and most of it was running backs finding a way to get to the perimeter, and the Titans missing some tackles or the DNs getting washed down. So I'm worried about the Packers getting out on the perimeter with uh, swings and screen passes, perimeter pitches. That's what I'm concerned about. The Packers aren't dumb enough to run up the teeth of the Titans' defense. They're simply not, okay? So, this brings me to this point. The Titans have to be ready to go horizontal in this game to get side-to-side, and they better tackle. They better tackle. The Packers are good with yards after catch, especially their backs. Got to tackle. I think the Packers are going to throw quite a bit of passes behind the line of scrimmage. Titans cannot allow them to turn those into big games. They simply can't. They simply can't. Because the Titans are going to be able to take away a little bit of the run game. And if they take away that screen game with their tackling and solid tackling, the Packers are going to have a lot of third and longs. And then, what do the Titans do? They win with pass rush. Now, one thing to talk about in this game. Jeffrey Simmons is questionable. That's good news. He's not out. And based on his comments, it sounds like he's going to play. He said that he's feeling a lot better than he felt last week. That's great news. Bud Dupree will not be in this game. Shocker. But anyways, moving forward. So with that in mind, I think that, especially if the Titans get Big Jeff back out there, they have enough in the pass rush to win. And on the other side of things, the Packers have two very important players who are questionable and have not practiced all week. Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari, which is the total left side of their offensive line. Now, I ultimately think those guys will play. I do, which eliminates that uh, a huge advantage for the Titans. But even if they play, if the Titans get Big Jeff back, the Titans still have enough in the pass rush to win that matchup. I don't want to come on here and tell you guys, the Titans got to dominate the pass rush. You know that. We know that. That's every single week. The Titans have to dominate with the pass rush if they want to win games. That's where we are at with this team and with the season. So that's no, no shock. So I'm focused on stopping the run, tackling when the Packers inevitably try to attack the perimeter, and then in pass coverage. The Cowboys played man coverage last week 75% of the time, and Christian Watson cooked them. He's so good on deep crossing routes with that speed and that size. Gives a great target to Aaron Rodgers. And he can run away from guys if he's covered. Again, that target, that body, that catch radius. He gives Rodgers a target even if he's covered on those. So what the Titans will have to do is, in my opinion, they're always going to mix coverage. They're always going to play some man. They're always going to play some zone. 
But I think they really need to focus on zone coverage. Too hot. Don't give the Packers easy shots downfield. Look, they have Alan Lazard, who is a big-bodied guy who can win contested catch situations. They have Christian Watson, who's a big-bodied guy who can win in contested catches. Do not give them one-on-one situations down the sideline consistently. That is where the Titans have gotten beat this year. They have given up explosive plays down the sidelines when they're in man coverage one-on-one or they blow a coverage where the cornerback has the outside responsibility. So just don't do that. Have the safeties over top all game. Two high looks, whether it be cover two, whether it be cover four, whether it be the palms coverage where the Titans have the field split in half. I don't care. Just do not give them a steady diet of man coverage. Not a steady diet like the Cowboys did. Mix it in. I'm not telling you not to do it. Play some man. You got to keep Rodgers guessing. You got to keep Rodgers confused. But more often than not, too high safety. Don't give Rodgers anything easy. He'll get frustrated. He'll get impatient. And he'll turn over the ball. Packers are 1-3 and in games this year where they lost the turnover battle. That's all it comes down to there. So that's my game plan for the defensive side of the ball. Now, I want to dive into a a, a more uh, zoomed-in conversation with this game. The individual players, the individual matchups in this game that I think will make the biggest impact. We're going to talk about those in just a moment. Before we get into them, do want to tell you guys that today's episode is sponsored by LinkedIn. Guys, it's crunch time for your small business. It's the fourth quarter. You need the best qualified candidates available, and that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. They have simple tools like screening questions that make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions do apply. Also, do want to tell you guys about bet online, your number one source for all your betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get all the latest odds and trends from every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They've got it all at betonline.net. The fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix, head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends and all the action Bet online where the game starts. Titans fans, we are going to cap off today's game plan preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast by looking at the individual players and individual matchups that I think will matter most in this game. Before we get into it, do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, going live immediately after the game ends on Thursday night to cover everything, react with you guys, so make sure you hop into the chat, hop into the live stream, subscribe right now to the Locked On Titans podcast so that you don't miss that. But 
With that in mind, do want to tell you guys, for your second listen, you should check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, all the biggest stories in sports, all the biggest news from local experts that are giving you all of the best information you need. Check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast on whatever podcast app you use. For me, in this game on defense, I'm looking at Christian Fulton against Christian Watson. That is uh, a big matchup. Watson has truly become an issue. And whether it be vertical routes in man coverage, whether it be vertical routes in cover four where Fulton stays with them, Christian Fulton against Christian Watson is going to be a matchup to watch, in my opinion. And, and really, I'm worried about the other side, too, with Terrence Mitchell and Alan Lazard. I mean, the wide receivers and their ability to win in one-on-one contested catch situations That's going to be critical because I really do think, I really, really do think the Titans are going to be able to get the Packers in a lot of third and longs. I believe in the Titans' run defense. I do. I think the Titans are going to be able to create third and longs. And at that point, what it'll come down to is, can the Titans' defensive backs win in those one-on-one situations that you know Aaron Rodgers is going to create? He's going to throw passes up. He's going to give his guys a chance. So McCreary against Randall Cobb. Mitchell against Lazard, Fulton against Watson. How will that shake out? That is a big, big key for me because I think the rest of the Titans defense will do their job. It's just those one-on-one contested catch, throw-up balls. Who's going to come down with them? Who's going to make those plays? Are the Titans going to turn those into picks? Or are those going to be contested catches for big gains for the Packers? That's what I'm looking for. Uh, Also, like I mentioned earlier, I truly believe that the Packers are going to throw quick screens. They're going to throw swing passes out to the perimeter. They're going to run pitches to try to get their guys outside away from the strength of the Titans' defense, the interior. So guys on the outside, Josh Kalou, Elijah Molden, uh, Andrew Adams, Christian Fulton, Terrence Mitchell, are these guys going to be able to tackle? Are they going to be able to get guys on the ground? The Packers break a lot of tackles. They make a lot of people miss. So, Titans got to tackle. And it's going to be those guys on the perimeter responsible with taking down A.J. Dillon, taking down Aaron Jones. It's got to happen. They got to do it. So, watching for that on defense. On the offensive side of the ball. Listen, for me, with Ben Jones out of this game, I would want Aaron Brewer at center which I think is his more natural position and his long-term fit with the Titans is at center. I think if Ben Jones retires after the year, which is increasingly more likely, that it's Aaron Brewer who will be the center of the future for the Titans. And then you play Dylan Radins at left guard. So I want to see Daly, Radins, Brewer, Davis, and MPF. But what I think the Titans will do is, I think the Titans will go with Corey Levin at center and they keep the other four spots the same. If they do that, Aaron Brewer and Corey Levin against Kenny Clark, Dean Lowry, White Davis, I think I think that is where, because the Titans have to run the ball in this game. They have to win in the run game. They got to run it down the Packers' throat. If Levin and Brewer aren't able to win 
against the interior D-line of the Packers, the Titans are cooked. Period. Period. So, it's worrisome to me that the one thing that the Titans really had to do in this game to win is run the ball consistently. And without Ben Jones, the pivot, the middle of it all, I mean, it could all crumble. So, I'm very, very worried about Corey Levin and Aaron Brewer in this game. In the run game, and pass protection, if they have a decent game, Titans can win. If they have a horrible game, Titans won't win. Uh, outside of that, for me, again, offensive line, offensive tackles. I talked earlier about how the Packers are going to jam up the middle of the formation. I think it makes them vulnerable on the outsides. I expect the Titans to do a little bit more pitches. I expect the Titans to run off tackle. I expect the Titans to do power runs where they're pulling guys to the outside to try to get Derrick Henry outside of that jammed up middle. Well, in those scenarios, it's the offensive tackles who have to be the star of the show. With the wide zone run and the inside zone run, it's the interior of the Titans' offensive line that has to be the star. When they go to these other kind of runs, it's going to be the tackles who have to do the job. So can they? It's all about the offensive line for the Titans in this matchup. Um, outside of that, I do want to leave you with this last note. Derrick Henry has been good. And I know people do not like to criticize Derrick Henry. I know that the offensive line isn't great. I know about Todd Downing. I know that the passing game makes it a lot easier. It's keying on Derrick Henry. However, earlier in the year, with the film pointed out and quotes from Mike Vrabel and Derrick Henry himself, pointed out that the running backs were leaving some yards on the field. There were some holes that were missed. There were some times they were running into their linemen, not being patient enough to set up their blocks. All that. Well, all I could say is, there have also been times where I felt like Derrick Henry wasn't running through arm tackles that he should be getting through. I know you guys are going to throw fit if... Anytime anybody criticizes a star player on this team, people freak out. But guys, it's on tape. And other people who I talk to who really watch tape as well, they noticed it too. Derrick Henry is being a little impatient at times in the run game. He's getting taken down by arm tackles from guys who are engaged in blocks. And it's, he's done a great job this year. Don't get me wrong. But he's definitely not playing his best. Definitely not as good as prime Derrick Henry. And it's on tape. It's there. And I've been a little like, when I see it, I'm like, what the heck? You know, maybe it's nothing. Shouldn't make it. But it's it's been consistent. There are at least three or four plays every game where Derrick Henry's getting taken down in situations he would not have been taken down in in 2020 or 2019. He would run through those arm tackles. That's what he does. So, again, not saying he's playing poorly. I'm just saying there's another level there. Henry could be even better this year. And I think they need him to be in this game. So Derrick Henry has to be his best, not just the offensive line. But for me, I've thought about this game a lot. There really is the potential for the Titans to come in and smack them in the mouth. There really is. But I just feel like Packers are have smart coaches. They're going to have a smart plan to shut down the run game. The Packers secondary, like Denver. It's funny, it's like Denver. They have a really good secondary who's gelling right now, but you can run on them. But the Titans weren't able to run on them last week, and they were able to throw 
And I just feel like the Packers have a much better coaching staff than the Broncos did. So the Packers are going to have a better plan. And worth noting, something Peter Bukowski mentioned yesterday, Mike Pettin was the defensive coordinator for the Packers when they beat the Titans in 2020. Current defensive coordinator. Oh, I can't believe I'm forgetting the guy's name. Uh, this is terrible. I'm going to be upset about it. But uh, I'll think of it. I'll think of it. But he said the first film that he watched on the Packers was that game with the Titans. So I think he's going to – Joe Barry is the defensive coordinator for the Packers. Can't believe I couldn't think of that right away. But So he saw that work so well. I think Joe Barry's going to have a great plan for the Titans' run game. And if it comes down to either team's passing game, I trust the Titans' passing game or the Packers' passing game more. They have Aaron Rodgers. You know, Lazard, probably better than any wide receiver the Titans have right now. Watson, playing great. And trust me, I think Traylon Burks would be playing really great if he had Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback too. So it's not like I think that, you know, Watson's so much better than Burks or anything, but it's just the reality of their situation. It's not Burks' fault he plays for the Titans. Uh, but, yeah, at the end of the day, I trust the Packers' passing offense more than the Titans' passing offense. So 24-17 is my prediction, and I sure hope I'm wrong, and I hope you guys will join me on Thursday night to let me know about it if that does happen. But uh, either way, join me after the game. I'll be going live. That's going to do it for me today, though, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.